Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Hey, what's up, Bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app. It's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. To the bar, come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast! The living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities, and the burbs, and every person we meet. This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here, another Tuesday, your favorite podcast. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your headphones, your earbuds, where you listen to the bar. We're just grateful that you're listening. And man, it is September. And by now, it's actually August, but uh, this will release in September. And by now, the bar store is online. That's right. You can get your bar gear online. I can stop selling it out of my digital trunk, <laughs> which uh, has been pretty interesting. But I appreciate everybody being patient with me during that time. And the way you can get your bar gear is go to thebargear.com and check us out. We got shirts, hats, polos, phone cases. Anything you want is something up there that you don't see. Hit me up. Let me know. and We'll make it happen. Now, to jump right into the guest September, uh, we've had a lot of uh, great uh, uh, people come on the, the podcast, and this is another one, uh, even though she did try to downplay. And if you notice, September, we've had all women, so I'm excited about that. Um, we have on none other than Miss Constance. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm great. Glad you're able to jump on the show and uh, and be with me. Uh, big shout out to McKinley uh, for just harassing me and and texting me <laughs> and to leave me alone. I got on the show. Leave me alone. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I definitely uh, already kind of had you in mind and and, and glad we we're able to make this happen. So I'm gonna give you the floor right here to uh, introduce yourself to those that may not know who you are, uh, tell whatever you want to tell personal professional, I'm going to give you the floor to do that right here. Okay. Well, hi everybody. My, my name is Constance last name Troutman. It's really an interesting name, lots of syllables and letters in there, but 
Um, I go by Verite Efu on um, online and all my social media platforms um, for my blog Truth and Fire. Um, Truth and Fire, of course, was taken when I was trying to find my <laughs> social media handle, so I had to go with uh, French. So for the French speakers out there, I do pray I did the language justice. Um, but yeah, so um, I'm the uh, founder, writer, I guess I don't know what else, what a cool title to give myself, uh, but I started Truth and Fire um, in 2014. Um, well, I guess I used to say 2015 because I officially launched the first post then. Um, so I've been writing for that ever since. Um, I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, um, a graduate of Clark Atlanta University, the Clark Atlanta University. Um, Watch out. And <laughs> and um, I've always been in communications and um, the media world, but um, I didn't really like uh, working in it professionally, so I just kind of moved over to just more so blogging for myself, so I do that. Um, I guess you can say my day job for the last few years has been working as a communications consultant, and now um, I'm transitioning actually over to becoming um an instructor so uh, for the university at the university level so hopefully soon i'll be getting an offer for an adjunct um opportunity at a local community college so that i can continue to build my resume as a teacher and all that great stuff um but yeah i actually enjoy teaching i enjoy sharing things that i know enjoy learning so it kind of just flows into what i do with truth and fire um all of that was by accident i just enjoyed sharing my faith and it kind of everything kind of blew up from there so awesome awesome i did not know that definitely uh <laughs> glad we're able to make that connection and uh and uh man this is you got my wheels turning uh i'm always thinking <laughs> of other things so we'll definitely be talking after the show about that but anyway let's jump right into uh uh the questions um because what got my attention um and i'm sure it got a lot of people's attention uh, and probably, let's see, September by now, yeah, it's probably like a nuclear war on um, social media. But the whole <laughs> uh, social justice uh, thing, uh, yeah, being able to, and, and you know, I, you know, obviously for you to be on this show, and you know, Daryl Harrison, um, just kind of talk about, I guess, what pulled you in to even speak out about that. And then uh, we'll we'll maybe follow up with a few questions because I heard the uh, so I don't know if you want to talk about it much, but we won't stay on it. We won't stay on it too long. Um, well, as far as I guess the social justice warriors out there, I I don't know. I can't get with it because I notice that it tends to stymie the truth um, because you're focused more on emotion and people mm. are coming from places of, of their political stance more so than actually looking at things in a balanced way, um, the way the Bible, the Bible actually is very balanced. I know people, you know, feel like, you know, God is either on one end, either mean or God is love, but God is love and he's holy, you know, he's just like, God is very balanced. He's not a schizophrenic or anything like that. But what what I noticed with the whole social media, uh, not social media, social justice movement is that um, in the church, especially, there's a lot of people taking political sides. And it mm. tends to obscure the truth from being taught. And that drives me insane because I personally don't like miscommunication. As I mentioned in my introduction, right. my whole world revolves around communication. And I just like for things to be clear, as concise as possible, neatly packaged. And when things get messy, 
I go crazy. Um, and I think one of the one of the things that really got under my skin, um, and no offense to the staff at the Gospel Coalition, but I recently attended the TGC Women's Conference back mm-hmm. in June, and um, it was my first TGC conference ever. So just from the general standpoint of TGC and just the Women's Conference, it was my first experience with them. And um, they had a women of color gathering, and mm-hmm. I didn't really get why that was necessary. <laughs> like, okay. So I'm like, maybe they're going to talk about, like, some things that maybe women of color feel like, you know, we need and things like that, but I still don't get why the marketing mm-hmm. came across being solely for women of color. And there was a piece where um, it was actually – uh, I think hosted by the Legacy, which you know I went to their conference as well. Much respect to them. I love the work that they do. Um, from what I do know of them, but I just felt like it had more of a divisive spirit mm-hmm. behind it. It was about unifying the body. Um, a lot of rhetoric, like you know, in order to build the, the whole, you have to build the part. And I'm thinking, eh, okay, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, can we get the whole together so that we can, t- I mean, because as, as Christians, we're supposed to bear one another's burden. So right. even if there's one particular part of the body suffering, you know, the rest of the body can't just be, you know, pushed out and go, you know, my hand is hurting and I don't want any other, you know, even with your hand is hurting, your brain has to process that right. the hand is hurting. Like the nerves have to work. I don't know what kind of analogy I'm using right now, but I'm just saying like, I like there's it. still other parts of the body at at work to kind of even let you know that there is a problem and that there's other parts of the body at work to help cure or heal the problem. So to think that any ills or things that ail the black community or just women of color in particular, to think that we ourselves were, are equipped to, I guess, address those issues on our own, I just thought it was very short-sighted and I thought that it was very unloving towards um, our women of non-color, which at this point only really means white women. Um, Mm -hmm. But I noticed that at the conference, those women were very gracious. I didn't see anyone really, you know, upset about it. It it, it seemed like when we we left the general session that was, um, that occurred right before that meeting, as we were walking out, it just seemed like we all made like a a split, like all the little brown dots were like coming apart <laughs> from the rest of the the group, and I physically felt that rip. Like I was, I was so dramatic, but I'm like, oh my gosh! And I saw some of our white sisters actually look at the sign because the sign is just like really big, right? It's like women of color gathering. As soon as you walk out the door, and it, at least that's that's what it looked like to me. And I saw a young lady in front of me look at it, and she just kind of quickly looked away and walked in the opposite direction. And it just felt so, I don't know, I didn't like it. It just felt so mm-hmm. divisive and, and exclusionary. And it just, it was just, it was so mean. I don't know. <laughs> it just felt mm-hmm. like it was really mm-hmm. mean. And I know that probably wasn't the intention, but at the same time, when you're hurt or if you feel like your voice isn't being hurt, you can do some things that can be, you know, hurtful towards others. And so I went to the event with the hopes of kind of standing for truth and speaking to the women there to kind of get why exactly do you feel like this is necessary because the days leading up to the event, so many people were, you know, this is, this is so necessary. This is needed. We you know, <laughs> finally. And honestly, you know, in their defense, when I got there and I heard their concerns, they had very valid concerns. It's just mm-hmm. the way that they, the forum or the, I guess, the tone of it leading up to it that made it so divisive. So I think if they were willing to open it up, you know, if they wanted to have it in the future and open it up, you know, um, as far as wanting to see more women of color in the 
in the body of Christ um, as writers, as speakers, or whatnot. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I, I mean, if I did, I would be a hypocrite because I'm a woman of color. Um, right. I'm not necessarily seeking a platform. That's why I created my own, but it's just more so, you know, I just feel like if you're saved, you're in Christ, and, you know, you sanctify the Lord in your heart, it's going to come out organically no matter what race you are. And so if you just go do your thing, there you are. Automatically you're representing, you know, if you must represent for your people or whatever, you're automatically mm-hmm. representing for or your representation for that particular group. But I still don't even know if I want to go that far because we're the body of Christ. And right. I think it speaks more to the gospel to have you, regardless of your race, regardless of your gender, doing the things that someone who's filled with the Holy Spirit would do anyway. And just having the onlookers, more so the the people in the world, those who are unsaved, seeing that okay, there's someone who looks like me, because you know that's that's how they're thinking. They're they mm-hmm. it's expected if they have that kind of base level understanding, but I wouldn't expect that to come from the body of Christ. Like I just thought that gathering just drew it it drove me in absolute sane, and I was tweeting left and right during that conference. <laughs> I was the only person. I feel like I was the only one going, "Hey guys, don't you think? Hey guys," and I said, people mm-hmm. were like, "What is she talking about?" So. Um, but yeah, so in the end, their concerns were valid during the meeting, but I, my, 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 I guess, critique would be in the future, if you must have something like that, just open it up to, to the full body so that people can, um, give their input. I mean, two heads are better than one. I I shouldn't say that. Let me take that back. Scratch. Cause I (laughs) take that back because Christ is the head of the church and we don't need two heads. But what I'm saying is my point is. If the whole body is, you know, in on this, we're able to bear one another's burdens, we're able to come together and, um, you know, fix whatever the problem is, um, or at least, you know, be reminded of what the Lord's word says about certain things so that we can be comforted in the meantime. Because not everything's going to be fixed. I mean, we should know that by now. Um, Not everything's going to be perfect. We're still going to see injustice in the world. We're still going to see racism, unfortunately, in the world. I mean, that's the nature of a fallen world. So the church should focus on what the church should focus on. And our contribution to the social justice movement, so to speak, is to not be perpetrators of social injustice. Our contribution is to be um, available to, you know, help those who are weak and, you know, feed the homeless and all all that great stuff, Um, but not to, you know, necessarily be out marching and demanding and fighting and, you know, know, all of that stuff that just we've already been told that, you know, you're going to have in, in this life, you're going to have tribulation, but you know, at the same time, you, you have my peace. And so mm-hmm. I feel like if everyone would just chill and allow Jesus to do what Jesus has said, he's got what he's going to do in us and to just, you know, focus on the word, maybe, you know, it's a simplistic view, but I honestly hold to this, that everything falls into place. If we root ourselves in the word and we do what it says, everything else falls into place. Sorry, that was a long way to answer. <laughs> No, that's perfect. That is perfect. And I totally agree uh, with everything you said. We've said pretty much those exact same things uh, here and uh, and and just ditto everything you just said. So let me uh, uh, I, I love it. Uh, the, your 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 passion and and your, your energy isn't isn't it's hard to, I guess, portray that over Twitter. So uh, it's mm-hmm. definitely pleasant to uh, to hear it coming straight from me because I was reading your tweets that day. I, I was like, why did she even go? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, oh that, that is definitely it's definitely good to hear hear your uh your your thoughts and your uh your passion about that for real. So uh my next question um is as far as you know, you talk about communication and, and the blog, um what has been uh I guess kind of a response to cause you don't just blog about social justice, you, you you've done some uh, uh, prosperity gospel stuff. Um, what what has been your response? Because I've watched it and I kind of know you. You kind of got the 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 you know I'm a I'm gonna say what's right regardless type deal, and that's how we are here. But uh, what has been the response to your blog, good and bad? And then what has been your response to those? I guess to that feedback. Um, I noticed that my feedback is very much. It's either really, 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 really mean <laughs> or totally supportive. I don't usually get much of people like kind of being like, okay, I get what you're saying. It's either full support or no support at all. Um, mm -hmm. Either God bless you, sis, for speaking for truth, or you don't know anything you're talking about. You're a horrible writer. You're a horrible person. I actually recently read, a, I had a comment come through yesterday where a piece I did on female pastors, um, someone told me that I did not have the spirit of God and I was mm. saved and that um, touch not God's anointed and that I'm going to incur the judgment and wrath of God for speaking against his anointed, meaning female pastors. And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. So I get <laughs> I get the, those extremes. I don't really get, you know, much of like, okay, well, thank you for what you're saying, sis, blah, blah, blah. Um, but so as far as the prosperity gospel, um, I got a well, I should say I said I got, but I should say I get because I still post some of those things. I was very heavy in it uh, starting about, mm, I want to say a year or two ago when I began to realize that the church I was going to, my pastor was, um, his pastor is T.D. Jakes. And so I was like, what? Mm -hmm. You know, um, mm -hmm, and that's when mm -hmm. I left that church. But um, so I got really into that then because I was angry that I had been deceived the whole time. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, so I'm really freaking out. So I tend to, with the blog, I tend to kind of write about whatever issues I'm wrestling with in that moment. Um, mm -hmm. I try to kind of stay with the, with the times and figure out what's going on in the news, but usually it's something that I've been wrestling with, and I've had to go through the word and do the research and, you know, talk to a few people at church to figure out where they're, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, the feedback is very much all either totally positive or totally negative. And then um, my response to that feedback in the beginning, I can honestly say that I was the positive feedback. I really didn't pay it much mind because I didn't, I was still wrestling with certain things myself. So I didn't want to get to the point where I'm just like, I, I just didn't, I just didn't feel like I had done something uh, grand. It was just like, duh, you know, no offense right, to anyone right. who encouraged me. Praise the Lord. I thank God for that. I do receive that encouragement because it's very much necessary because I do tend to get more of the negative than the positive. But with the negative, um, I felt the need to defend myself and I had to learn how to calm down with that. Because, you know, so now I'm going back and forth with people who just are not trying to hear. And I'm becoming that person. I can't remember the exact verse, but I know there's a verse in, um, is it the, is it Proverbs where it talks about, uh, do not answer a fool according to their folly. Then it turns around and says, answer a fool according to their folly. So I'm just like, I'm going to always answer a fool according to their folly. And <laughs> then I'm, I end up looking like a fool. So I had to learn how to balance that, that th those verses where it seems like there's a contradiction is very consistent. I can see now why it's like, okay, don't go down to the level if, you know, if things are, if there's no need to respond and don't respond, if there's a need to correct them because they are, you know, 
to, you know, uh, I guess blocking the truth than, than say something. So if someone, if I've already stated my piece and I've laid out what Scripture says about a particular pastor, a particular doctrine, a prosperity doctrine, then there's really no need for me to go back and forth with someone who's just come and drug me through the mud. I'm just, I, right. I've learned to just let those comments sit. Um, unless they raise a point that's totally in error, and I need to correct that for the sake of other readers. But mm-hmm. I don't go back and forth with people. Um, I, I want to say any more, but I'll say much. Anymore. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Still growing. Um, oh, yeah, but for yeah, sure. But, yeah, as far as the positive, as far as the positive feedback, I've, I've definitely seen that it's God's grace and just the encouragement needed because this battlefield is real. Uh, oh, this warfare is real. And mm-hmm. I never really realized what I was stepping into. I just, I just want to share my faith. And next thing I know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really weird. But yeah, nice. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, with our. Uh, it's called um, "Be Not Deceived" uh, Facebook page. Um, oh, yeah, you should, you should. That that's a. It's a discernment, but and it's 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 a it's a discernment page that actually started everything. Um, the bar, all of that comes from that. I, I connect with all those brothers and sisters through that page. Um, but we, we've been pretty much, you know, sounding the horn uh, for a while. And, and you kind of, you know, same way with you. We started out responding to every little thing. And then we, you know, realized you can't respond to everything. And, and, you know, just the stuff that, like you said, affect may affect other listeners. We correct. We, we kind of went through that same transition. So that, that was really good to hear. Um, right here, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back. The Men's Muster is a ministry aimed at equipping men to protect, provide, and preside to the glory of God in their homes, churches, and communities. The Men's Muster seeks to do this by providing Christ-centered, gospel-driven content in the form of podcasts, Bible studies, blog post articles, sermons, and many more. Please check us out at mensmuster.com and listen to our podcast available on all major platforms. Grace and peace. All right, we in here. The bar, your favorite podcast, in here with Miss. Uh, I'm gonna I'm say uh, Truth and Fire, or how you say it in French again? Verite et fou. Okay, you said it. Oh, uh, anyway. <laughs> I hope, at least I hope so for the French speakers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> On the second half of the show, I like to uh, do what I call the bar signature questions. These are three questions that I ask all of my guests, and um, they are just different questions that, you know, don't normally get asked on podcasts. But if they do, they stole it from me, so make sure you let them know if you get interviewed anywhere and they ask you these three questions, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. First signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Um, I tend to listen to a lot of electro pop. I lots of artists from overseas, which is really challenging to get here in the states. Um, but uh, lately, I have been getting into hymns. I did not grow up in the church, and of course, coming out of mega slash prosperity doctrine churches, I didn't really get you know, a, a, I guess, acquainted with hymns like maybe more traditional churches do. Um, so now that I'm in a more uh, traditional church, if you will. Um, I've just grown in love with hymns and um, some groups that I guess have done like updated versions of hymns that I love um, was Austin, Austin Stone. So I've been kind of getting into, into some of their music. So that's where I'm at right now with music. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. All right. Next signature bar question is what book or books are you currently reading? Um, Right 
now I'm perusing through a book called The Most Misused Stories in the Bible. I was in Walmart like a few like a couple weeks ago buying a gift for my friend's son and I just happened to see it and I've always had this policy where it's like don't buy anything, you know, faith based, you know, out of Walmart, but no offense <laughs> to Walmart, just saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um this actually is a good book. It's by Eric, I think it's pronounced Vargerhuff or Bargerhuff. Um, and he's just giving he he's actually like throwing the gospel down in this book. I was like, Okay, Walmart, they came through. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's a really, really good book. He just goes back and he corrects and gives you the theological significance of these Bible stories as opposed to what a lot of pro- possibly prosperity or new, what is it, word of faith or new age type doctrines tend to do with the Bible. So, yeah. Okay, nice. All right. What podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Um, I listen to yours now that uh, McKinley put me on. <laughs> Um, I do listen to um, Daryl, and I um, I love Daily Audio Bible. That's actually the podcast that really helped me with my growth and in, in my knowledge of the Word. Just listening to the Bible was really helpful. Um, and there's a new podcast that McKinley also told me about called Theology Gals. So I've been kind of listening to some of their stuff too, to see what, you know what they're discussing. So yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, I mean, two of those I can vouch for is pretty good, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) good deal, good deal. So I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show. Definitely been fun. Um, What I like to do at the end is give you a chance to speak a word of encouragement to the listeners. Uh, Also uh, remind them where they can read your blog and how they can find you on social media. Uh, I'm going to give you the floor to do that right here. Okay. Well, I would say um, as far as a word of encouragement, um, to anyone out there who has been struggling with, I guess, speaking up for what the word says, just do it, and um, don't assume that you're going to have all the, you know, all the courage to do it and be super bold. I notice that the boldness comes, of course, from the Holy Spirit, but also, you know, I'm going to say also, but more so, like when you when you just say what the Lord's word says, I notice that you know the Lord has a wonderful way of just kind of settling you and what it is that he's he's allowing you to say so just say it um don't wait for the perfect time to be super bold about it of course use discernment and when and how you say it and you know you say it too and all that but if you've just been struggling with just saying what the bible says just you know just say it um and then also believing what the word says um if you're if you're a professed believer um these are the things that the lord says that we must the teachings of christ is what we're supposed to follow so make a decision, like make up your mind that this is something that you actually believe and, and live it. Um, and as far as the blog, um, everyone can find that at www.truthandfire.com. It's truth, T-R-U-T-H and A-N-D, fire, F-I-R-E.com. And um, as far as all of my social media platforms, I'm found at Verite et Fou, um, that is Truth and Fire in French. Again, forgive me to be native. Um, French speakers who uh, may find my accent to be horrible. I've studied French for years, and I still cannot get my accent together. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's it. That's all I have. Good deal. Good deal. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. To the listeners, appreciate you guys tuning in to the bar. Make sure you check us out every Tuesday. And, uh, matter of fact, check out the whole network. Every day of the week, except Friday. Monday, we have uh, Pastor Discussion. Tuesday, we have The Bar. 
Wednesday, we have Just Thinking. Thursday, we have Bars, Biblical Informed Spitters. And then Friday, you can take a break or catch up with everything that you missed. Make sure you check our store out, thebargear.com. It's gear. Take a picture. Tag us. Let us know you got it. Let us know you love us. Till next time, y'all. We out of here. God bless. We out. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there